peace. You're listening to the Real 25 podcast. I'm not going to number the episodes because I'm putting them up based on when I feel like it's right for me to put up certain interviews. So I might put up this one fairly soon since the songs that you gave me, you gave me right away because I've been waiting on certain people. I ain't going to say nobody's names. But with further ado, (laughs) (laughs) shit, I don't even know how to introduce this guy because I was just telling him. When I was in ninth grade, my ninth grade Christmas, so I'm going to say Christmas of 2003, going into 2004, my mom bought me a couple of tapes and DVDs, and a few of them were Who Can Roast the Most 5, Freestyle Session Japan 2002, and Freestyle Session 7. Freestyle Session 7 had a lot of people... That I would say people bite today Uh, A lot of innovators I think 2002 is one of the best years In breaking arguably As far as like who was around And what was being brought to the table And the gentleman across from me Is a winner of Freestyle Session And how many crews? Furious Styles, Originality, Stands Alone Style Elements, those three well, technically, OSA is not is not a crew, but I'm definitely involved, and I'm an affiliate 100%. Okay. So, I mean, if you know his voice, you know who it is already. But <laughs> the man that needs no introduction, Stunts. What's peace, good, man? Peace, man. What's up, y'all? This is uh, this is Stuntman. Uh, I rep Styleman's Monster Squad for your Styles crew, and Originality Stands Alone uh, movement. I'm out here in New York. Just a pleasure, honor to be here for show. Word. So... I feel like I could ask this question in different ways because you've lived through different phases in hip hop and hip hop dance. And I think that has influenced you as well as other dancers in style elements, as well as Remind, for example, or Quality or Crumbs and even Poe. Um, actually, one of my boys in Breaks Crew, shouts out to Flex, was watching um, Poe get down at Silverback this past weekend and he was like, yo. Just the way he he top rocks, you could tell like he used to go clubbing back in the day. He just got a groove to him, and it's For like, sure. yeah, I just y'all just I don't even know where to put style elements in a in a book. But I mean, y'all know what y'all did, and all the right people know what y'all did. But um, talk about your beginnings as a dancer or being exposed to breaking, because I know you saw it probably in the eighties. That explosion. I did see the eighties. I, I was very young. I remember to this day my first. Tut set. I didn't know it's called tutting, but I could, I could still do my first tutting combination that someone taught me when I was a kid. And uh, that time I was living in Pico Rivera, uh, LA area. But I grew up in Pasadena, so I wasn't exposed to breaking until '93 is when I started. In January, I was 15 years old, and then literally in the, the following month I, I turned 16. So I always tell people I started when I was 16. Uh, prior to that, I was involved in the tagging crew from 1988. Uh, that was from Pasadena So hip hop was a part of me Before I knew what hip hop even was Even when I started breaking I wasn't very familiar with the culture I was familiar with writing and dancing uh, My boy that was from my tagging crew Got me He asked me if I wanted to start dancing with him And that April We started a crew called 101 And uh, we're, we're known as the Four Horsemen It was uh, original members D-Rock Myself Gomex And Brick Rock And we were all actually part of CFK Which was our tagging crew at the time uh, within that year, we, we probably got about 20, 22 deep. In August of that year, um, I actually got locked up 
so I didn't get out till December. So my first year, as much as I could say I was dancing my butt off, I really wasn't. Tagging still took priority, but I'm not going to lie uh, and try to front like I didn't start in 93, even though I was whack for many years after that. Uh, but my major influences as far as seeing breaking, the first person I actually saw break in person, believe it or not, and years later I found out what an honor that was, the first B-boy I saw in person was Easy Rock, like in oh, person. shit. Prior to that, it was a wild style on B Street. Nice. I would practice at my mom's house and literally have B Street on and pause it and then go outside and try to emulate what I just watched inside and then go back and do it again. So it wasn't, that's all we really had early on. Um, any other breakers that I saw weren't, looking back now, I can't say they were B boys. They were freestyle dancers that had breaking moves. There was a lot of house dancers uh, at the time in LA. There was a style called tribal dancing. Which, if you look at it, it was highly influenced by Mop Tops, uh, Wreck and oh, Shop video. Dope. So okay. I remember when I saw that video, that blew my mind. I thought they were light years ahead of what we were doing and what I was seeing. But a lot of freestyle dancers were influencing our movement. So a lot of spots we went to, there wasn't you know that many B-boys. And I didn't even hear the word B-boy until 96, technically. But there was cats that would break. So about 80% of the go-downs were on top. So my early influences in person were all on top. We would stay on top for a long time. If you watch any of my rounds now, they still kind of emulate that percentage. I'll stay on top about 80% and 20% is on, on the bottom, especially in the cypher. Um, I, I cater a little bit and try to balance it out when I compete more. Maybe do 70-30, maybe sometimes 65-35. But for the majority of my, of my rounds, usually stay on top. And that was highly influenced by the first answers that I saw before I even really got exposed to like the culture, B-Boys and B-Girls. So my early beginnings in the first three years were just no mentors, no teachers, no one telling us doing it right or wrong. We're just kind of, you know, that old saying, mistakes become moves. And that's how we how we did it. And the music was also highly influential at, at that time. What were the types of breaks or types of music y'all was breaking to at the time? I didn't start really paying attention to breaks or what they were till years later. My boys were into this remember the tapes they were like electric jams volume one two and three and it just had like a bunch of electric sounding music and maybe breaks were on there but i was turned off by that my wow. first tapes <laughs> that i literally owned were tribe called quest fush nickens eric b and rakim and krs1 so that's oh. what we played at practice and oh. at that time it was just the tapes and you had that button that you could play the other way yeah. so we'd play the whole tape there was no skipping there was no rewinding you just play the tape to end it and you listen to the other side and then you put the next tape in nice and that's what kind of the practices were so my early exposure to music was what was playing at that time and a lot, a lot of it was heavily east coast that's and it was all hip-hop dope um my come up is similar watching beat street and trying to emulate what i saw so i definitely identify with that uh, do you want to talk or uh, touch on rather your beginnings in certain crews that you're in well, and how that came about? Well, that was like a brief one-on-one history. Well, by 96, most of these cats di- died, uh, I can't say died, <laughs> died out. The crew kind of died out and most of these cats stopped. But in that same year, I also met Style Elements. Uh, I met some of the members of Style Elements at a... Jam on the Groove, which is a beautiful hip-hop show, a theater show, was in town in 96. We went to go watch them. And Orko, who was part of Jam on the Groove, um, organized an event called Battle Zone. He had style on his perform there. Saw some incredible battles. Um, me and my boys actually got into like a two-hour battle against Soul Control. Uh, nice. I watched Renegades battle Rocksteady, Seven Gems. It was like three on ten. 
and I think wow. Renegades was smashing on them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who from Renegades? It was a uh, Sway, Jazzy J, and Wicked mm. versus Stretch, Ruby Rio, Easy Rock, Asia, Honey, Rockwell, Orko, uh, Flowmaster, and I want to say Wiggles. Damn. <laughs> it was incredible. Kenny was there, but his knee was hurt, so he couldn't dance. So he was, yeah, he wanted to get down so bad. Uh, so that's where I met most of, of, of Style Elements was at Battle Zone. Some of my crew members had met him while I was locked up. Yeah. So the practice and the, and the connection already started happening. Like, we have old clips of them coming to practice at our spots, and we have clips of us practicing in Crumb's Garage. So we'll go up and down from Northern and Southern Cali at the time. The ones of us that were left. There was only yeah. a few of us that were still breaking from my original crew. Uh, so I met most of them in 96. By 97, they pretty much had took over the world. If you think about Strategic Monsters, it came out in 97. They yeah. won Battle of the Year that year. They had just bounced back from 96 battling Rocksteady at BYU Summit, uh, battling Renegades at Raidertron. So they were, you know, the, the, the crew topic of a lot of conversations. Uh, so after Battle of the Year and Strategic Monsters came out, I remember getting the first batch because Poe po gave me one yeah. at Raidertron. And it just started going from there. So because of our, our mind states were similar and my, my crew had, you know, had gone under, so to speak, um, my goal was I was on a mind state of like, if I get in another crew, it's style elements or nothing. That's how it was for me at that time. Word. So I kept building with them and Paul moved, Paul moved to L.A. in 96. So me and Paul were practicing steady since 96. Uh, and in 2000, I became an official member. I, nice. I went and got blessings from uh, every member except Crumbs. Uh, but they put me down. Oh, okay. <laughs> At the time. That's what's up. Um, and your relationship or how you started with Furious Styles. I know they've been around Furious for quite Styles some time. have been around the same year that I started, 93. So we're the same age, technically, as far <laughs> as dancing goes. 93 till. Uh, I met them in 98. And at that time, the dopest jam I had ever been to in Arizona. Uh, there wasn't many jams, but that was still one of the dopest I ever went to. It was definitely the one that I traveled out outside besides uh, coming to Rock City Anniversary 97. But it was a really dope event. They had Living Legends performing. Z Trip was performing. Like, mm. Kenny was there. Uh, Zulu Grimman was there. Remind was there. Like, it was just a hip-hop affair. And it was beautiful. But when, when I first met the actual crew, Fierce Styles, because obviously this was a celebration of the anniversary. But once I met them and saw them, we didn't like each other. I didn't like the way they danced. They didn't like the way that I danced. I thought I was a weirdo. Um, <laughs> wow. So there was definitely no I- immediate connection, so to speak. Uh, but we respected each other because we were still you know, students of this craft. So 98 went by. Since 98, I've only missed like one Fierce Styles anniversary, um, even though I didn't get down until 2005. Oh, wow. So early 2001, uh, the president, which is B-Boy House. Shouts out the house. Yeah, that's my boy right there. <laughs> Shout out, Bay. Uh, he... Um, I guess he got a little more open-minded, and I was out there, and he, he just kind of mentioned in conversation if I ever wanted to come out and teach to give him a holler. Um, I ended up hollering early 2000s, maybe 2001-ish, if you will, 2002, and um, I started coming out and teaching and spending a lot of time there. To this day, people think that I lived at one point in Arizona, but I never lived there. I just spent, like, maybe sometimes months at a time. Uh, so I started building a relationship with House, obviously, because we, we were working together, but then I ended up turning into a friendship, and then the rest of the crew, and they reminded me a lot of my first crew in the way they ran the crew and their ethics and their traditions. Yeah. Uh, maybe not in the movement, per se, but it still clicked mentally and, and, and spiritually, so it felt right. And in 2005, they, they battled me in. It's, it's an interesting battle. We actually filmed it, because um, for us, uh, for Fear Styles, you don't get officially in until you get battled in. Right. So after some jam, we're at somebody's house, maybe just kind of having dinner or drinking or whatnot, and we're going to drive back to Arizona from San Diego, 
And um, I remember having a beer in my hand, and they're like, you might not want to finish that. We're about to go rounds. And I saw them start stretching, and I was like, these guys warming up? Like, <laughs> so we went to a parking lot. Uh, they pulled up the car, turned on the lights, bumped some music. We literally battled. It was me and Citrus that got officially battled in. So at the time, it was sweet. Shout out to Citrus. I oh, forgot yeah, about Citrus her. Is yeah. nasty. So uh, on that side, there were official members. was Define, House, uh, Odin, Miracles, and Swish at the time uh, against me and Citrus. I remember Citrus had to walk away. She threw up, and then she came back and kept battling. Nice. It was supposed to be one round each, but I'm stubborn, so I just kept going. We literally battled until the cops came, and, like, the car battery died. It was awesome. It was an awesome story. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we went in. We went in on that asphalt uh, parking lot in 2005. I became an official member of uh, Fear Styles. That's dope. So what have you been doing in present day in 2017 as far as your craft? Um, I've been on the probably highest and lowest of my adult dancing life. Uh, last July, I put my stuff in storage and just have been couch surfing and, and house hopping, uh, keeping my craft the best I can. So th- those definitely, for those of you guys that don't know, can have a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Uh, technically, I've been on the road since December, so there's been a lot of challenges, a lot of obstacles, but a lot of inspiration and a lot of good stories. Uh, I think my my biggest thing now this year, just kind of being a, a gypsy or a vagabond, uh, is sharing conversations with folks when I travel and the inspiration they give me by them sharing stories of, like you did earlier, uh, the first time you saw me or when was the impact that I might have had on, on, on you or an individual. Sometimes good, sometimes bad. Uh, but those kind of been giving me a little bit more hunger, motivation, and fuel to not want to stop. Because I can't front this last year, again, talking about the highs and lows, has been the first time literally in 24 years that I, that I started that i contemplating, like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And when I say not do it anymore, it's more the sense of, like, to the degree that I've been doing it like it's on my priority list like I put everything in the back grill anything from these aren't always the best the best decisions but I put my family in the back grill I put relationships with my black grill my uh, not black grill my back grill uh, <laughs> family members um, I definitely rather dance and do a lot of things and so I started contemplating like where that stood and I think if that feeling continues I might have to change some things around but it hasn't just because I think traveling and t- talking to people it brought a lot of my downs back up so this last year I've been traveling a lot uh, I did a three month tour in uh, Europe uh, mostly teaching sometimes judging and once in a while I, I still try to compete uh, so this year has been a lot of growth in the sense of sharing uh, my play shops and my classes and just having different conversations with folks that I think otherwise I might have took for granted this year have been a lot more impactful that's what's up that was a, a very full answer <laughs> but that's what's up like I I appreciate people just traveling and just hearing people's different stories through hip-hop and I think it's a it's a reminder every time you have a conversation with someone about hip-hop as to why you're doing it in the first place. For sure. And what's dope about it is no one's story is the same. I feel like when it comes to other things in the world, like a, a corporate job or something, people usually have a similar story somewhere along the road. But like with this culture, it's like no one's story is the same. No, man. <laughs> at it, all. It could change so much, and especially because you're talking about people's geographically and 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 timeline wise like there's no way they're going to be the same someone that 
even if someone started the same age as I did, if they started in 2000 in Russia, their story is going to be a lot different than yep. a Pasadena kid that started in 93 at 16 years old. You know what I mean? Word. That's very true. Um, I know I spoke to you earlier beforehand about the gang culture in L.A. Uh, do you want to enlighten the listeners on that a little bit? Because I it, feel like the there's stereotypes because of right. Hollywood, obviously, yeah. and then in certain songs and hip hop, you have your Kendricks, your Dre's, your Snoops. But I'd rather hear it from someone that lived in that in that sure. time period. I, I can, I can, uh, and I'm, I made a very conscious decision a, a few years ago of doing this. And this question actually ties right to, to that: is the stories I try to share now are more things that, that I witnessed. If people ask me about stuff that maybe I wasn't there for, I try to re- give them the reference of the people that were there. But for me, growing up, even prior to dancing. I was into a tagging crew. My tagging crew did have what was known at the time as tag bangers. So you had cats that, even though they wrote, they had a mentality of, of, of gang banging. So some of my friends did carry guns. Some of my friends did get shot at. So I got shot at because of some of my friends. They were doing the shooting, even though all I wanted to do was write. So more most of those stories for me come from my tagging days even though a lot of members of my first crew were from the same tagging crew some of that beef rolled over so we would have some gang members show up at a party and start beef with us not because we were dancing but because of our history with the tagging crew um in 93 there was what's called the green light which means uh, for, for all taggers which means all the gang members have permission from the hierarchy to kill shoot jump all taggers. Oh, so shit. <laughs> being a tagger at that time was even riskier because now you don't you don't only have heroes, cops, and obviously property owners that you know be tagging the property they're after you. But the, mem- the gang members had a green light on you. I remember in '93, the tagging crew that I was from got approached, and it was like your tagging crew can't exist anymore. Like these, wow. these main heads in the city said, you guys need to turn into a gang. Every member has the option to become. A gang member and they change the name a little bit or go on your way so we didn't have to get jumped or anything because we we're already in the tagging crew yeah but you had a choice from here on forward you're gonna be this official gang for pasadena or you go elsewhere um i just wanted to tag so that was a no-brainer for me even though some of my friends chose otherwise and some of the cats i grew up with made some decisions that weren't weren't the greatest so we had to run against a lot of a lot of odds and we had beef with you know, gangs in Pasadena. They, I mean, I'll be the first to admit they weren't as heavy as the South Central gangs or even the East Los gangs. And East Los means LA, East LA. But we still had cats getting shot, cats getting chased. I mean, I got shot at, I got chased. There was a time where maybe this is an exaggeration. There's maybe like a three-month period where, in one way, shape, or form, we were chasing someone or we were getting chased by someone on a daily basis. If I left my crib, Damn. someone was getting chased or we were chasing someone and there was some kind of fighting involved. Whether it was right with tagging crew, gang members, cops, etc. It was like a daily routine. And honestly, those were probably some of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Damn. Oh, you had said to me earlier, like, there were certain areas that were more... I don't want to say prevalent in gang culture, but you knew certain areas not to go to just because everybody knew. Yeah, you. I mean, I think every everyone that quote unquote lives a particular street life will know what neighborhood they should and shouldn't go to. Uh, but 
when we started dancing, parties were all over. There wasn't jams, so there was parties. Right. So parties were all over L.A. We went to a lot of them. And at the time, you got flyers or word of mouth. We even had a party line where you can call in, and they'll give you a list of the parties for the weekend. Oh, that's dope. Uh, and these parties weren't hip-hop jams. They weren't even hip-hop parties. They were mostly house, techno, and sometimes some house. Uh, hip-hop, sorry. Okay. So we'd go over there deep. I remember sometimes rolling to you know, to a, a party with my whole crew, and, and we <laughs> we literally had... There's one party in particular where it was one of my friends' houses, luckily, but we literally rolled up with some linoleum because we were going to get down no matter what. <laughs> and it was one of those things where we put the linoleum out and we just started breaking. If anyone even tried to break, then it was an automatic battle. That's what would happen because we wouldn't really ever run into breakers. So if anyone yeah. broke, it was like, we're back. You're in my neighborhood, we're back. Especially if it was in our hometown. But we traveled a lot on the buses, so we, we would have to watch where we would go. Sometimes we were a little naive or ignorant, but... Looking back, I'm glad that we didn't know what the trouble really was there in some areas because, yeah, we were never gone there. And <laughs> some of the youngsters who were with us, we sure never took there to begin with. Damn. None of us really had cars in the beginning, so we we would um, take the bus, find out where parties were. Uh, in Pasadena, there were some parties, but we're pretty well known, so it was like a lot of cats had our back. In Pasadena, we're pretty, we're pretty cool. But going to Highland Park, we had, again, we had a lot of tagger uh, enemies that still knew that we were affiliated with them because of our dancing, and we had dancing enemies that that we knew things were going to crack off with. So we just had to be careful and really have each other's back and not get caught slipping. For those of you guys that don't know what it means to get caught slipping, maybe me and another person roll, and then there's like 10 deep of, the, of a rival an entity, then yeah, we got caught slipping. So we would try to roll deep mm. just because we knew it might go down. Damn, that's... I don't want to say rough, but like I could just imagine like that feeling of just going places. And then, I mean, even as a teen growing in New York, I didn't go... To random parties because the culture was different by the time I was that age. But just going to a place you don't know the history of and not knowing yeah. the crime in that particular area, like the crime rate. Like I remember going to Jersey City for a jam when I was 17, going on 18. Like we actually won. It was me, Floor Phantom, Elmo, Excite, and the dude I used to be down with um, named Midnight. And I remember telling my mom. And she was like, oh, be careful. But she used to go to school out in Jersey. So her experiences, she, I guess, put on me. But when I went, I was like, oh, this is nice. And then it came to find out that was a nice side of Jersey City. But not too far off of that, it becomes hoods. So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, again, that, that ignorance saves us because we don't know. We're like, oh, no, we're good. Yeah. I remember going to a party because we would always have, and I think, we still deal this to, uh, deal with this to this day if we go to certain parties, but we start dancing. We we attract the attention. We're in a circle, and some of the guys get jealous of that or envious. Oh, yeah. So I remember dudes, you know, breaking bottles on the floor on purpose, throwing throwing different things in the circle. One time, particularly, this girl I was with at the time was also a dancer. She smoked the heck out of this dude, and he didn't he didn't like it. So they started, but uh, known to me, they started arguing, and I guess they were uh, outside um, of the, in the front yard of because most of the parties we went to were a house or house parties, that literally mm-hmm. someone's house, yeah, in the backyard. So we're in the front yard, and I saw him arguing, and then he shoved the heck out of her, wow. and then I went to swing on him, and my uh, one of my best friends, who, uh, my also my son's godfather, just clipped the dude, and it ended up turning. <laughs> it was me, her, my boy, and I think two of her girlfriends, so three girls and two guys gets like 15 cats we're just rumbling we're just straight brawling in the middle wow. of the street i end up getting cracked with a bottle over my head 
uh, everything was in slow motion. They cracked the bottle. It, it broke. I remember it shattered, and the whole left, my whole left side went numb. I took a knee, and again, slow motion. I remember standing up. Uh, I couldn't feel my arm still, but my leg gained, uh, gained its feeling back, and I just yelled as loud as I could. I said, I'm going to my car. I'm getting my gun, and I'm killing everybody. Oh, I, I, didn't, shit. I didn't have a gun, but that's oh, what I told him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ran to my trunk. I popped my trunk. At the time, I did have a car. My 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 boy came up to me. He's like, "You have a kid? Let me pull the trigger." I looked at him. I was like, "No, I got no gun." <laughs> but they really thought I did, and they didn't. So they all they saw just Booked left. It. Yeah. And that's I, at that time, I was bleeding, and and and, um, and I still couldn't feel my 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 arm. And for a month, uh, one of my fingers was numb for a straight month. Uh, after wow. the party. I remember being really pissed at my crewmates because more of my crewmates were there, but they were chilling in the back. Oh. So I was super heated. And I was like, yo, we just got super rolled up on. And y'all were in the back doing what? Oh, man, we didn't want to. Oh, hell no. So I was mad. I, I remember I was heated because, you know, we, <laughs> we could have went really ugly. For so real. those are things that we dealt with. That was probably one of the worst. But those are things that we dealt with going to some of these parties that weren't always hip-hop friendly, but we wanted to get down. We wanted to dance. Yeah. And at one point, we wanted to also impress the ladies. One question before I start the questions, just out of curiosity, I guess I'll start it saying my uh, interpret or my experience when it happened in was it ninety three or ninety four with um, Rodney King and the riots. Uh, the actual beating was in ninety one, but the when the riots the happened verdict, because of the verdict. Yeah. The verdict. I wasn't dancing yet, so it might have been ninety two, maybe okay. or ninety three. But I was like not paying that much attention to dancing, even though I was dancing. Let's just say it was 93, 94. Okay. But I remember, yeah, my father actually had a hernia surgery that day. And he wanted to make sure he got home before the verdict. So he was, like, rushing home. And he got home before they did. And um, my mom was telling me, don't climb on him. Da, da, da. And I was like, why not? He's fine. She was like, he just had surgery. But I was thinking it was the day of the verdict. So I could see why he was rushing home. But right. how was that in L.A. when that happened? Um, I'm at least from, for you I'm from Pasadena So even though it's really close to LA Like really close It's like northeast About 10 minutes from downtown LA uh, It didn't affect us Like or me even that crazily And I was still living at my parents house So my mom saw what was happening on TV And yeah. she wouldn't let me out the house Even though I was in Pasadena uh, And some, some small looting started happening uh, In the east side I remember the Circuit City got hit I, I, I forgot about Circus City. City. <laughs> <laughs> Service is state of the art, um, but they're gone now. Um, <laughs> I remember that got looted, so my mom literally didn't let me leave the house for two days. So I watched everything on the TV. Uh, wow. There are some friends that definitely have experiences from doing some looting, seeing some looting, uh, and also being involved in some other stuff. But me personally, I sat on I sat on my, my mom's couch and watched it for two days, or well, it was more than two days, but the first two days. How long was the looting for? Oh man, they went for maybe a week. Oh shit, I had no idea. You think about when it started, like yo, it went, it went pretty crazy. Wow, damn, the world we live in. Yeah, yeah. All right, I mean, anything else you want to touch on before I ask the questions? Uh, no, I mean that was that was pretty much that, that covered like the first twenty years, pretty much. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right, so the infamous twenty-five questions. Right, now, are these like specific questions? Some of them are vague and some uh, of them are. How specific. many questions do you have in that hat? Way more than twenty-five. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> whatever comes out comes yeah. out. Yeah. All right. First question. I need to like write down the tally so I don't lose count. But I got paper right there. Okay. 
First question. <laughs> Who has better biscuits, KFC or Popeyes? I'm not a biscuit eater. At all? Oh, At all. shit. You ne- never had? I-, I mean, I've had them, but I can tell you what's, what- what's better than the other. At all. Nice. Okay. It's, it's curious to see people's diets. When yeah. I ask them food questions, because oh, yeah. I'm trying to think who else had that question. Chino had that question, and he told me in Japan they got like jelly filled muffins. I mean, not muffins, yeah. oh, biscuits. biscuits. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't tell you. And I, I probably had them both in my lifetime, but yeah, I usually give my biscuit away. That's how much oh. I don't really eat them. Oh, wow. Was it because it's dry, or is it yeah. just not your. Oh, the, the dryness? Yeah. I don't like biscuits or, or cornbread. Oh, People get mad at me. I've had some good cornbread, but I'm not like, oh, God, I'm get excited about it. <laughs> cool. Next question. I'm so glad I got this question. Favorite cruise that you would like to see battle? Currently or of all time, or how does that work? Uh, either or. I'll say either or. Uh, a nice classic battle for me would be dope to see. And it sounds a little biased because I'm part of the crew, but um, style elements and skill methods. Mm. Has that happened before? Not the whole crew. There was a California skill methods uh, exhibition. Uh, but now nah, I'm talking about like all the style elements and all the skill methods. Whoever runs Silverback should arrange that for next year. <laughs> I'm just saying, being at uh, Flea Rock was a little vocal about not getting invited to Silverback this year as well. Mm. Please hook up I'm, I'm gonna start posting I'm like yo Style elements and skill methods For Silverback 2018 Word yeah. <laughs> Any other crews um, That you would wanna see So many Some, A lot of them just come from Like me growing up And it's still like Little dreams But nah There's, there's a lot of dope crews man it's not even like seeing crews go head to head. It's just there's just crews that I like to see. I mean, shout out to a lot of the crews I watched growing up. Even though we're all growing up together, but you still have some of them being relevant. I mean, in the U.S., Massive Monkeys have a coral, you know, Ground Zero. Yeah, those are for me some some of the the cats that I was building with, whether it was on the battlefield or, or outside the, the cipher. It was it was all it was always love. Now, man, there's so many, there's so much talent. Like it's really hard to say, hey, I want to see these two crews go at it, just because a lot of cats that I've seen are, are incredible, and some of them don't even have crews. Sometimes it's just like two cats that just like to get down. Word, yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Next question. Oh, I had two. I'll save that for the next one. Name two Wu Tang acronyms. You know any acronyms? I'm assuming are what WU would stand for. Yes, uh, wonderful. The whole the whole thing. Yeah, Wu Tang Clan. No, just Wu Tang. Oh. oh, just Wu Tang. Yeah, Damn, I don't think I have any. Uh, wonderful universe takes another non-orthodox gangsterism. I forgot about that one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That that just goes to show what you know. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I have his book, the I mean his the Woo Manual uh-huh. and Martha was reading it too. Oh, so nice. she was like trying to figure out the acronyms. Do you know any other? Nah. Nah. Um Witty Unpredictable uh, Witty Unpredictable Talent and Natural Game. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, nah, I love that. <laughs> Next question. 
Ooh. I like that I'm asking you this. A dancer that you would feel is overrated. A dancer? Yeah. That I feel is overrated? Doesn't have to be breaking. Just a dancer that you think is overrated. I mean, all breakers come to mind first, but now I've got to think <laughs> across across the board. Uh, I mean, you could keep it the B-Boy if you want, but yeah, it's up to you. Who's overrated? Damn, I want to just sit on this one, because again, the, the, all the breakers come to mind, I'm trying to think dancer. Ah, uh, you want me to revisit that? Mm, let, let me dwell on that for a bit. Okay. I'll think. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Okay. I'm going to leave that on the side. Let me so good. And I'm thinking that's years of battles you saw and dances you saw. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would go. It doesn't have to be present. It could be past. Yeah. Present and outside of breaking. So, yeah, that's a whole lot of. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of movers. Next question. I'll go back to that last. So, after I get to 25, we'll go back to that. All right. All right. If you had the opportunity to go on a date with a celebrity, who would it be? Sandra Bullock. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> any reason, any movie where you was like, yeah, her? Uh, I mean, she was awesome in uh, Demolition, man. I forgot about that. Like, yeah. She was like, like I don't want to say, it's not an airhead. That's not what I'm looking for. There's something that she was dingy, but it was cute. And I've always had a thing for her. And then she made that other movie uh, where she was undercover cop. Miss, oh, Miss Congeniality. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, she's definitely my my first thought. I have a list, but she's definitely my first. Who's Her your current, second? Currently. I'm curious. Uh, it would probably be uh, Christina Applegate. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm a huge Mary Children fan. Oh, nice. That's what's up. <laughs> Next one. Question number six. I'm like, that's exactly the same question. No repeats? Yeah, I thought I got rid of all the repeats. Oh, I like this question. If DMX and ODB did an album together, would you buy it? <laughs> I would have to know who's producing it. But mm, off, I should rephrase. I got it. Off the top of my head, yeah. Now, I wouldn't. Everybody says no. I'm surprised people say no. <laughs> I would. <laughs> close. I was like, my DMX fan like that, but ODB. Next question: <laughs> Is Ivan the urban action figure, the b-boy version of Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> no, <laughs> he's more like the Ultimate Warrior. Mm. I even think about him. You, you make a point. Word. <laughs> <laughs> But vocally, I could see how it would be my joke. Yeah, the the theatrics behind yeah. what he does. Oh man, dope though, dope indeed. Next question. I'm so glad. Coincidentally, everybody gets this question, so I'm glad I'm asking you. Kendrick, J Cole, or Drake? one of those so it's like the least of Kendrick 
Why Kendrick? He's the only one that moves me in any way, shape, or form uh, from all three of them, and that's just cadence-wise. Because I don't, I don't study any of them and follow them in like that. From the tracks people have played for me or that I've heard at the clubs, I kind of recognize who's who. He probably has the the better delivery for me personally. I would have to agree. From a fan of music, yeah, it'll make you want to listen. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Drake is too whiny for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a DJ and play his shit, but I don't listen to him in my own <laughs> own time. Not at all. That's what women like. That's what they want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another collab question: mm. If Luther Vandross and Pavarotti did an album together, would you buy it? Yes. You're the first one that said yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, why you would buy that? That's a hell of a collab. Right? Think about the passion and soul with yeah. that freaking uh, crowd, like that, just that vocal. Like, yeah. yo. <laughs> that's nasty. Hell yeah. See, you get Someone it. Someone mix right. that up. Someone do or that. Maybe a clash. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see if it's possible. Next question. This is question number 10. Who would you want to see or listen to on this show? So I already told you the people I've interviewed so far. So See or listen to? Yeah. Just because I feel Robzilla. Mm, I was kind of waiting for you to bring him up, too. Just because I travel so much and the two people that consistently I'm asked about are Ramayan and Robzilla. I do think... Uh, remind still is in people's minds and on top of their minds, especially from what he did a silver back last last year. He lived up and, to his name, and people really asked me about Robzilla a lot. So it would be dope for more people to hear his his story because you know he has a pretty in depth in depth one. Is he still active? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He just uh, is a really busy man, but yeah. Um, if you guys get a chance to watch, there was a highlight video of my battles at Knuckleheads Anniversary. Okay. Robzilla actually taped and edited those. Oh. Uh, okay. So he's he's still you know he doesn't get out of Cali too much, but he at one point he was training more than me, and I consider myself to be active. Oh, nice. He, he just <laughs> didn't get he just didn't travel too much for his because uh, his obligations and responsibilities. Got anyways. it. That's what's up. Shout out to Robzilla. Yeah, that's my boy. <laughs> Next question. Name the three Incredible Breaker Brothers. Brothers? I yes. didn't know there was three. There's three of them. Damn, that's <laughs> sad. And you've, I, I'm pretty sure you've met them before. I'm assuming Josh is the nephew. Yes. So he can't be a brother. Yes. So Incredible it has to be Josh. Chino, Sammy, and there's one more that I've probably never seen in my life. Brian. Have I seen him? Brian's a brother too? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I got two out of three. Shouts out to Incredible. Yo. <laughs> yeah. The truth. I actually wanted to interview on Fast Break, but I don't know his... I haven't uh, seen him in 20 years. What? I saw him when I first came to Rocksteady at 97. That's the last time I saw him. He showed me wow. mad love. He was like the only, one of the only cats that showed me love when I came here. Yeah, I want to interview him too. Oh, yeah, man. I didn't know he was in Florida. And I thought he was still here. Nah, yeah. He moved there a couple of years ago. One day, I actually ran into him on my way to chill with Ness. And we were on the train for like an hour And he was just telling me Ooh. mad shit yeah. And ever since then Like I've had a really good relationship with him Called him He's told me a lot <laughs> So oh, Yeah he has twice as much as, as yeah. I do for sure If not three times as much Man man 
I just saw a recent clip of uh, of him, Icy Ice, Fable, and Wiggles that uh, somebody posted up. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, when they was on Magnificent Force, I think. Yeah, Magnificent yeah, yeah, Force. Yeah, yeah. Icy Ice had the the silver blingy suspenders. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> Comedy. Good old days. Yeah. Next question. Question number 12. Do you have health insurance? I think so. Unless, <laughs> unless they canceled it without my authority. But the last I checked, I had I had my L.A. care card. Yes. Nice. That's what's up. Question 13. Did you go to your prom? No. Why not? I was a part of what they call continuation school in L.A. Ah. So we don't get proms. Uh, and up to prior to the year that I graduated, they didn't even get to walk. They just sent it to you in the mail. Oh, so shit. All, all 14 of us were the first ones in history at that school to walk on stage. Wow. That's what's up. Who else asked? Oh, Chino prom, but he had dropped out. So he was like, nope, <laughs> probably battling instead. Mm-hmm. Where I think over here they call them secondary schools mm. in, in New York. But I don't I don't even know how prom works for certain. I said, she's your senior year, and then you, you you don't even have to take someone from that school because some girl took me one year, and I, didn't, I was already out of school. Oh wow! So you could bring a guest, I guess, in some schools. Oh, that was a wait. What year you did that? Uh, let's see. I I graduated in '95, so this had to be maybe '96. Nice. That's a good year. Yeah. Good music. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next question: Did you vote for Trump? No. I would hope so. <laughs> Man, oh man! Oh, if you get a yes, somebody might not leave. That's what room. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for somebody to tell me yeah. Be like, why did you do? That? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. No. Next question. I love that I I'm asking you this. Who invented the move from the Upper West Side called the suicide? Always ready to please Frosty Freeze. Yes, rest in peace, Frosty Freeze. Yeah, man. He was probably my first. Actually, no, he was my first quote unquote old school inspiration. Yeah? Yeah. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah, like I wanted to make a shirt at one point. I was like, before I knew Kenny, I knew Frosty. Because I wasn't a Kenny fan for a while. Frosty caught my eye. A few people say that. I've had that conversation with. Who was it? I think Wack might have said that and somebody else. And then they said later on, they started to understand. Like and appreciate what Kenny was doing, but yeah. they was focused on other people beforehand. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we only when I first started seeing videos, we were very limited in who we saw. But come on now, Frosty, that guy is he's crazy. Yeah, he's a beast. And then his runs in Style Wars and Wild Style too. Yeah, man. they stand out. And then seeing him in person, like I saw him, I think maybe the first time when I came to Rocksteady. But the one that stood out was at B Boy Summit '99. He was in the Cyphers there, and. He was he's just a he's just a real cool dude, man. Like yeah. people, that, people that know him and remember him, that, that damn camera he would always be he would always yeah. have. <laughs> Every time I saw him he would literally give me a picture from the previous time we hung out and he would take a new picture with me. Like that was fresh. That's what's up. I never forget that. That was dope. I went to his um I actually went to his wake. It wasn't too far from here. Did you? My boy Midas yeah. when he told me he was in town. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it was that and then Kenny had planned the jam for him, but he ended up passing before, but there was a Pretty dope jam that Kenny put together for him on the Upper West Side, and they show like footage that nobody had seen. Maybe that's the one that Midas went to though, because he told me about some footage they played that was. Yeah, that, that's, that's the one. Yep. Yo, he was like, bro. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. And the yeah. music that they had for it was fucking perfect. Like, 
I was who would have that? And it was weird to be there because Kenny was inside watching and I felt like Legs was outside watching. So they were like watching the man that affected their lives so much but from two different standpoints. Yeah. And I paid attention to that. I was just like interested. But it's good to see like there was common ground that night. Yeah. So Yeah, man. Rest in peace to Frosty. For sure, man. Yeah. Rest in peace. Next question. Oh, damn. There's a whole bunch that came out. <laughs> All right. One at a time. Oh, damn. It was more than I thought. Okay. This is 16. 16. Most embarrassing moment. Dancing. Embarrassing? Man. Mm-mm-mm. It's hard for me to get embarrassed, so I'm trying to think. It, That's uh, a good thing. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been embarrassed dancing. I mean, keep in mind, I was the guy that would get butt naked and break, so it's really hard to embarrass me. <laughs> you ever done that at the jam? Uh, when I told you earlier, uh, the first time I was here and I battled uh, Cyclone there for like two hours, that's yeah. how I ended the battle. You stripped in the club? That's right. You took all your clothes but in the naked club? naked windmills. Nobody said that? Ask Fever about that. Nope. <laughs> Nobody was like, yo, you got to get out of here. Nope. They I just, just stopped and I slowly laughed and then the battle ended and I just kind of slowly put my clothes back on. Wait, so underwear too? Everything? Everything except probably my shoes. Why you got the shoes on just so you don't slip? I don't like what breaking barefoot. I think that's clown stuff. But Touché. it's also because I can't even walk barefoot. Like, my feet, I think, are just real fragile. Uh, so I don't know how cats, like, my brother could walk out and go get the mail and the concrete rocks and walk. Yeah. And I'm like, heck no, I need my shoes and my socks on. So that's wow. probably has something to do with it. <laughs> so, yeah, no, there's no really no embarrassing moment in breaking. But you've battled naked. Oh, I battled. I've done routines naked. My partner was naked. We've done some stuff. Did that influence, like, Flexum and Thesis with you, what they was doing? You would have to ask them, but uh, 97, behind the post office, parking lot, uh, B-Boy Summit, me and my boy Custer, we had knee pads and shoes on that day. I remember that. We did a naked routine. <laughs> Are any of these things documented? From what I heard, yes. I've never seen them. Oh, well, shit. Not the, not the club one, but the B-Boy no, Summit the one. B-Boy Summit footage, one? Okay. There's yeah. footage of that. People told me years later they saw that. They're like, bro. I was like, really? I want that. I've never seen it. <laughs> Alright, next question. 17. What is hip-hop to you? Uh, Currently, it's just a a universal experience of cultureless culture. And by that, I mean that it doesn't matter what your personal culture might be. We all are unified through this common entity known as hip-hop word nicely said 18 how do you judge a battle uh i have sub i have a lot of i can't say a lot but i have a few sub quote-unquote categories but in a nutshell musicality and individuality execution that's fair i like that i bet get straight to the point too yeah <laughs> this is a term from for New Yorkers, but you've been here quite a few times, so you might know. What is a quarter water? Never heard that phrase. I don't know. I want to say it's alcohol related, but no. Nah, it's a quarter water is a like the sugar juices, basically. That cost <laughs> a, a quarter. Oh wow! I was thinking quarter in measurements, not in money. Ah, okay. yeah. So yeah, quarter yeah, water. Now I know. <laughs> Next one. 
Ah, in regards to hip hop, who invented the merry-go-round? From what I've seen, read, heard, uh, Herc. Yes, correct. Question. We got a few left, and then I'm gonna revisit overrated. Yeah, overrated <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been slowly thinking about that as we go. Word. So, I'm assuming you're into shoes since you always keep shoes on. Uh, um, I have been known to have a fairly large amount in my day right now. Since I'm living out of my suitcase, I only have two. But yeah, got it. Okay, cool. So, next question is your least favorite pair of Jordans. Believe it or not, I've only owned one pair ever. Ever? Which ones? Ever. And I couldn't even tell you what they were. I could show you two the picture. I bought them at Ladies Foot Locker for $40. What? First and only pair I've ever owned. What year? Oh, man. That might help. Uh, I've been early 2000s. The 11s were coming back out. They were like an older, real plain. Um, I'm not gonna send you a flick. They're, yeah, well, you'll, you'll probably know my name. I'm okay. just not. A, I'm not a Jordan fan like that. But I like those, and they're forty bucks. So I was like, "What? Do like, you have any eleven ladies?" They're like, "Yep, I take it." Nice. <laughs> the next question: Marvel or DC? Marvel. I would hope so. I mean, yeah. DC ain't bad, but lately they just like the only thing they even cracked my interest lately is sexy Wonder Woman, and that's. For obvious reasons. Word. <laughs> but it was actually a really good movie, too. Ah. No, I saw it twice. Oh, dope. I, did I? No, I didn't see Enjoy that. Norman? My girl wanted to see it. I shocked. Yeah? I almost didn't want to see it either, and I'm glad I did. I saw it again after. Like, it's good. I'm going to keep that in mind. I, I, I low-key appreciated that. I was like, what? Nice. Oh, good story. Next question. Oh, you ain't going to notice. I'm going to skip this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a train question. A train uh, question here. I'm like, he ain't gonna know. He ain't from here. <laughs> nah, I know a train question in L.A. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, trains what, are a what, lot what little. More. What little trains we have? They're like light rails and one subway. Yeah, and it's mad far underground. I noticed. Uh, for the red line, yeah, man. A fun yeah. fact: when they were building it, um, the city started sinking, so they had to stop construction. Sinking like for real? Like a few inches sinking, so they had to stop and reinforce, and then now they don't really build under anymore. They try not to build too many under. They're all they're all on top. Wow. Oh, yeah. and then I'm thinking earthquakes and all oh, that. Oh yeah, that, so, uh, that affects it affects them a lot more too. So I know they are doing an extension of the purple line that's going to be underground. Yeah. But they they try to avoid that. Every other light rail we have is all above. Oh shit! Wow. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Favorite vodka. I just discovered this, even though I've seen it for years, but it was too expensive to try, and I was in Japan, and the, and the shot was cheap, but it is a uh, Crystal Skull vodka. I've never heard of that. It's literally shaped like a Crystal Skull, oh, and dope. it's crazy <laughs> expensive here, but over there, it was like one-third of the price, and the studio I taught at was Slash, a bar, so after my class, they took me over to the bar, I had some, oh, shit. <laughs> some drinks, and I saw that, and it was like, maybe you'll get it for $15, $20 shot here, it was $4 there. They should have that in the states, like a, a studio and a bar connected. But a, That's a lot of so dances common in other countries. Yeah, like, um, Fear Style Spain chapter mm-hmm. has a restaurant slash uh, gambling spot slash uh, dance studio. That's dope. Yeah, like dancers in New York don't drink like that for whatever reason. Like dancers outside of breaking. 
Yeah. I feel like we're the only ones that are alcoholics. I don't drink we, anymore, but I know a lot of people that drink. <laughs> I've currently um, have had I've had a. I'm not. I'm not a quitter, so I'm gonna stop drinking. But <laughs> uh, I've definitely have had very little in, in the last month or so. My, my training regimen has changed, so and it's been like honestly, it's it's been harder than sex. I've gave up sex longer than I have out drinking, so I'm working yeah. on it. But yeah, and vodka is my favorite. Oh, that's what's up. You yeah. know, you don't like dark liquor. Uh, I'll have it, but it was not my preference. Okay. Like if it's my preference, I'm going there by myself. I know I usually know my go-to's: uh, extra dirty martini or a Moscow Mule. Hmm. And if I do anything else dark, I usually just do it straight or with ginger ale or soda water. Yeah, I was when I first started drinking, I was on the lighter side with stuff, and then I don't know what happened. I guess because of my friends, I started doing like Jack yeah. and all of that, and I stayed there. <laughs> I had such a bad experience with Jack in the '90s, and that's how long it's been since I can't I can't touch Jack. Ooh. It's horrible for me. I, even Jim Beam a little bit, but I do some. You know, I like Putty Sark, uh, Maker's Mark. Oh, uh, yeah. Jamo's cool. Uh, there's Hibiki, which is Japanese whiskey. That's the best I think I've ever had. Uh, you know, there's some good aged stuff here. Yeah. Uh, shout out to some cats that have schooled me on some of the very fine uh, whiskey, but they're just bad. no. You gotta have money for some of those shots. They're like thirty dollars. Yeah. Damn. Like, that's like a bottle and a half for me. It's for real. So yeah. I can't. <laughs> Next question. We got three more. Yeah, three. <laughs> Do you like male groupies? Mm, like male groupies? I don't want to say no, but I can't say yes either. <laughs> uh, I think they're needed, and I think it's dope. Okay. I just as long as they're not excessive. Okay. Because some of them like be trying to come up to your room and chill for like hours at a time, and get it can get a little weird. Uh, but if they're just kind of <laughs> like on the surface, then yeah, I don't mind them. That's what's up. Cool. Equality. <laughs> the word. <laughs> hmm. This is 24. K-Mel or Vietnam? Oh, K-Mel. Okay. <laughs> I show people that don't know about that whole airport, airport battle. battle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was actually good. Yeah. That was actually real good. Yeah, Nam, uh, I met Nam probably in the mid-90s. Nam at one point, like, me and him were pretty tight. We traveled up and down for a sec, uh, and then we kind of had a little a little thing and went our own ways. But since I know Nam so long, there was a point where I really enjoyed how he danced. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed how he danced. And then he went to a level that isn't to my liking, not to say it was better or worse, but it went where it went. Uh, and Kamel, which a lot of people know, because I've said it openly, I'm not a fan of. Yeah. But to compare Kamel and Vietnam in, in the last even ten years, like that's for me, no, no question, Kamel. Cool. Last question before we ask about uh, overrated. overrated. <laughs> Here we go. Why is that there too? <laughs> I didn't think I had duplicates. That's two repeats. Yeah, that's two repeats. So it was the Jordan question. Ah. Ah, okay. Least favorite dish to cook. Least favorite to cook? Yeah. Um, they go kind of hand in hand because they're just so time consuming. But uh, cauliflower crusted pizza. 
Wow, that sounds like work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then hand in hand again, it, there's a but not as. No, I'll go with that one. That one, that one's probably my least favorite. The other one's a little simpler. But they're how both long, cauliflower related. How long does that take? Oh man, it I felt like it was like two hours, but it probably wasn't. But it felt like it because we did both at the same time. We did the cauliflower crusted pizza and the buffalo cauliflower wings, mm. and it just seemed like forever. Did it come out but good it's a though? Process. Heck yeah. Okay. <laughs> Heck yeah. But it was just like, mm, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. That's the first and only time I did it because it just took so long. So it was like, no, this is not worth it for me. I'd rather go buy it somewhere. That's what's up. And that's one of the few dishes I'd rather go buy. Most of my life, I'd rather make it. I'd rather, I'd rather cook. That's what's up. All right, we back to the <laughs> overrated dancer. Yeah, overrated dancer. <clears throat> We're gonna go with the years of what I've seen, who I've seen. <sighs> Luckily, I could think for a runner because you could edit it. Yeah. <laughs> I should ask everybody that just to get there. You know, like man. purposely ask them that one. And it's one, two, one dancer that you think is overrated. Like, damn, one dancer that I think is overrated. Who do I think is overrated? It's a dancer. Because, see, you say dancer too, so it's like, oh, there's some breakers I might think are overrated, but I want to consider them dancers because they don't dance. So then that's the answer is that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Church. So I got to go dance. Overrated dancers. Uh, into some West Coast cats that I know. I'm trying to think of cats that I've seen, people praise, and I'm like, I don't see it. There was one, and not that I agree, because I don't agree at all. There was, a, I think, a podcast from a couple of years ago, and they had interviewed, I think, Kuso from Florida, Unique Styles. Or oh, no, yeah, Mine 180, yeah. rather. And... That's the one with the locks, I think. Yeah. Well, he used to. They asked him who, what crew did he think was the most overrated in Florida, and he said Ground Zero. Mm-hmm. But what was funny about that was Prism had a YouTube channel at the time. Well, he still does, but he had responded to that like immediately and was <laughs> like, oh, that's funny that you say that when we have footage of you like jumping up and down when Exub is throwing down. And I was like, damn. <laughs> damn, now I got to think extra careful not to be up on that. Uh, I love Ground Zero. <laughs> oh, no, I got my nah, love Yeah, Zero. I looked up to them yeah, no, coming I got, up, too. I got my love to Ground Zero. I just saw, yeah. uh, had a good conversation. Small but brief with the baby this, uh, this past weekend, so we're back. I got a drop from him, so I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Overrated dancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, I, I should have went a little bigger and more commercial, and people are going to hate me for this, but yeah, Michael Jackson. Ah, elaborate. Because I feel like you know a lot that a lot of people won't know. Because I know about, like, popping Taco. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we probably, probably were talking about the same thing. And it's just, like, the amount of movement that he did that people praise him and cried over his shows about. I mean, obviously, he was a, a great entertainer and a good singer. But as far as, like, his dancing, like, he just took people's stuff and tried to make it his own. And exposed other people's movement to the world and... I don't know. I didn't dive enough to be. I haven't ever. People could probably tell me yes or no that there's footage or clips or interviews out there of him even praising where he got it from. Mm, but people word. have told me that yo, they've come in. They, oh, it's one particular story, and how true it is, I don't know. But I want to see that why would they, they would lie. But they came in into uh, one of some studio where he was watching, and he was just watching clips and just pretty much chomping off a gang of people's stuff. 
Who? Oh, Michael? That video, yeah. Oh, shit. Because so, I had heard, like, who knows? Poppin' Taco was under his wing for a minute, but then, like, allegedly, he was getting too drunk on tour, so they left him behind. But he, they said, like, from what I've heard, that, like, his whole outfit from, like, Bad was influenced by Poppin' Taco. There's a lot of stuff that I've heard, same, I've heard too, that, that Taco influenced him on. I didn't even hear the, the alcohol-related uh, story, but I, I heard from him taking taco stuff from learning from taco but then just the boogaloos in general like some mm-hmm. of the older older footage of the boogaloos got it and then i remember when i was a kid my father put me on the soul train and was telling me that there were people like doing electric boogie before michael jackson the moonwalk was around before yeah, him slide. Yeah, yeah so i would tell people in school and they're like no he's the first and i'm like nah yeah. and then i remember there was so. a soul train special and it showed them on there mm. pre, because I think that happened in, what, 83? Pre-83 with them doing that. Yeah. And uh, I recently saw a clip, and it just, like, almost, like, a mirror, ident- ident- just identical movement of a bunch of other people. Yeah. Like, blast them. And I know people have that conversation, like, oh, it's coincidence, or people have been doing this, or people have been doing that. But, like, to, to answer that question, who's, like, the most overrated dancer, like... For me, Michael Jackson. Maybe not entertainer, maybe not singer. That's a whole different topic. But to, to think about overrated dancer, like, yeah, he's overrated. People trying to praise his dance, like, performer, <laughs> different story. Right. Like dancer, yeah, that would be my answer. I feel like a lot of dancers are like that. As far as people on his caliber, but then I'm thinking there's not too many. Right. Yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> For real, man. I try to avoid it, but I'm so close to it. It's kind of hard sometimes when people get the wrong impression. Yeah, that's like your backyard almost. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Easily. I get all kinds of questions. I'm like, no, man. Oh, have you been to... No. Do you know where it's at? Yeah. Why would I go there? Just something as simple as food. People go spend like 3 7 $10 at these little spots in Hollywood, and I'm and I'm being generous by those prices. I'm like, you can go over here and get it for a dollar, two, five, like, mm. and it'll be better and made with love. I'm a true believer that when, when food is made with love, you can taste it and, and it definitely embodies you. Let me keep that in mind. Yeah. What I was going to say. Uh, do you run into celebrities or see celebrities in L.A. like it uh, is out not, here? Not like crazy. And I'm a huge hip hop head. So I definitely get more, quote unquote, starstruck by seeing some of my some of my cats that, that I heard or watched growing up versus, um, you know, big names. But um, I mean, I've been on stage. I shared the stage with a few people. We've done some opening stuff or a few acts. And then uh, we used to do like some little entertainment stuff for some Hollywood parties, so we would run into into folks. Uh, oh, okay. I don't even know a lot of their names, but I know one particular party. Kevin Spacey was watching our cipher, and uh, she plays Jean Grey in the X Men, the old X Men. She's tallest. She's tall. The redhead. I know who you're talking and about. I forgot her name. Yeah. yeah she was a little uh, arrogant, but she's still she's still cute to me. <laughs> um, I've seen El Cool J at Johnny Rockets before eating. Um, I mean, mostly mostly artists, not a lot of actors per se not me at least because i avoid that scene because it just feels so fake so i'd rather go have a taco in the hood than than a rap in hollywood (laughs) sounds like new york to some extent because i feel like there's so many parties that happen here and i heard did they just change the um the curfew law in um in the la area because i feel like it was like what two o'clock for years you mean to last call? Yes. Yeah, they're working on changing it. I don't know when it goes into effect. I think it did get passed. Okay. And I don't remember if it's three or 
before because that bugged me out the second time i went to la i was of age to drink so we're in some club it's like maybe a quarter after one so i'm hyped because in new york that's like the prime hey, time right hey, there. Hey time, yeah. Hey day. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, we good. Uh-huh. I went to piss. I had like two Jack and Cokes. Last call. And they're like, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yeah, party. And I'm like, but it's almost two o'clock. They're like, yeah. And I'm like, how the hell y'all make LA look all extravagant yep. and all this shit? The glitz and glamour, and y'all end at two yeah. in New York. Some places end at four. And then the club that my parents met at, the Paradise Garage. That shit, I think, closed at noon. So I'm like, I I appreciate that. I mean, I'm from LA, so that's what I grew up around. So that was normal. Yeah. Then once I came out here, uh, I remember the first time I went to Florida, and then you get your mind blown once you go overseas. Oh yeah. The first time I was overseas, I was like, wait, what? Oh, man, it. You got to be ready for that because when these cats are still going hard at 7 a.m., it's... it's The stamina. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I got to pace myself. So, I like, younger then. in L.A., what would be, like, the peak time in a club then since it ends at 2? About midnight. Okay. 12, that's fair. 12, 12, You get your two hours on. Okay. Yeah. I remember uh, being in Spain a few years ago, and these cats, I think we went out uh, to eat dinner, whatever time it was, went back. And these pools are super laxing. I saw them start jumping in the shower at 12, and I was like, damn. We're going to be there for like 30 minutes. Uh, and I didn't ask. I didn't want to bug. Uh, yeah. Annoying. And uh, the, they kept getting ready, kept getting ready. Got out of there maybe like at 1. I was like, how far is this? Uh, we could walk there. I was like, okay, so we'll at least get a good 40 minutes of drinking and dancing. Yeah. Nah, man. We're there until <laughs> 5, almost 6. I was like, so I learned. And some of these spots, depending where you're at, I spent a lot of time in, in Spain because of the Fierce uh, Styles uh, Spain chapter, but in Barcelona, if the crowd is still cracking and the drinks are still flowing, they, they just keep it run. open. That's what's up. That's how it should be. Yeah. So we were going average, you know, five, six in the morning, sometimes seven. So you're coming out to have breakfast and then trying to, trying to get some, some Sleep. rest. Sleep. Yeah. And, and I don't know how these cats do it. Sometimes they got to go work in a couple hours. And I'm like... I did that when I was 19, but you can't do, <laughs> you can't do that at 40. It's a little different. Yeah, I'm 28, and I feel like that now. I'm like, when this, when the party's done, it's time for me to go home. I'm not trying to parlay or none of that. I need to get up and go in the morning, so yeah, I get I, it. I remember, I remember uh, 96, I lived in uh, Pasadena. I moved in a little apartment with some of my boys. Uh, it was a good it was a good place, man. Our living room was just, I just had a little... Uh, Dresser in the boombox would practice. Nice. And we would have guests over, uh, parties, practices, um, extracurricular activities, <laughs> adult related activities. Sounds like the break crew loft. And yo, <laughs> on average, I was probably getting anywhere between 30 minutes to two hours a night. Asleep? Yeah. That's it? And it was like, I'd be at work. I worked in the morning. I had a morning shift at a French bakery cafe called Abon Pan. And then I just couldn't wait to get off work. Couldn't wait to get off work. I'd be on my way home and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna hit the hay," but it would never fail. There would be people there already getting things started, whether it was in the dance floor, whether it was in the kitchen, whether it was at the bar. My crib at that point was like, "That sounds popular." Wanted to do whatever you wanted to do. It happened there, and it, it didn't last too long because we ended up getting booted from that spot. But I remember, I'm like, if I had, to, I wouldn't want to have to do that now. But if, if that presented itself. 
I would have to be very strategic and really pace myself. And like, <laughs> these adult naps that I appreciate now as a grown man in, in, in Spain, they call them siestas. I love siestas. How long is that? Siestas is like the whole town closes for like two hours, so everyone just kind of goes and rests or naps. That like, happens every day? It's a thing, Monday through Friday. Because I have heard about that, but I was wondering. And not all of Spain, certain, like some, some of the ones that held, hold a certain uh, you know, tradition, if you will. Okay. Like siesta. So they go close. Even if they own the store, they're closing out from like two to five, and they're gonna go take a nap, maybe get some meat. And then do they open back up? Yeah. They so what time? And then stay up late, late, no nine, ten, eleven. This is like a regular store. And then obviously some other stuff stays open even later. And then obviously go into the eating spots, into the clubs, so they're open all night. Some places don't close, so it it, it works. That's dope. Like you go over there and just take a, a crew nap, and yeah. you just get refreshed. Like you catch a second, third win, and yo, I think the whole world should jump on that. I agree. I'm, it's beautiful. I do that my Monday nights because I DJ till like four in the morning. Mm. So I try to be sleep by like nine, get up at eleven. So then midnight till four, I'm I'm straight. Ooh. It usually works, but if I don't sleep, I'm pissed because I feel like I'm dozing off while I'm spinning. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No, I, I think now that I'm a little a little older, I, I can't control my eyes like I used to. I I. Falling asleep in places that I'm like, why am I falling asleep right now? Like standing up type stuff. Like, nah. Happened to me too. (laughs) I can relate. Um, Any closing remarks? Promotional things you want to talk about? Uh, Hopefully this airs before then, but uh, coming up in Phoenix, Arizona, Fear Styles 24 year anniversary. What's that happening? And we go hard in the paint. We go from the 13th to the 20th, but the main day is the 18th. Okay. It's a Saturday. So All right, we, yeah, we start, I'll make sure I have it. We up start Tuesday that. and we go to Monday. Like there's a party literally every night, and it's all in celebration of Fear Styles anniversary. House did tell me that it's popping, but I'm like, oh, no, I don't we, got the money. We go. I'm in. A, all right, I never been to Arizona, so I'm yeah. A, Phoenix is is one of those cities uh, that's not too big, not too small. Yeah. So and then when Fear Styles anniversary comes around, like it gets it gets cracking. Uh, Keep that in mind. And um, yeah, that's it. That's that's this year. Besides that, uh, find me on any of my Rock Any tours that I do, uh, sharing my play shop, and I'm always available for anything and everything under the sun, especially if it's on some hip-hop tip. Uh, Shout-outs to everyone out there that knows how to be themselves. Freestyles to be style. Uh, this your boy, Ricky Rock Any. Better known as Stuntman. Y'all take care of each other. Take care of each other. Fear Styles, Crew Styles, Monster Squad. Uh, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. Original stands alone. Peace. Peace. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> that was dope. Yeah. Thank you, brother. No problem. What's it all about? This crazy love.
trying so hard to get over you. I just simply can't. Because the love we share through the years meant so much to me. All I'm looking for is just 
serious relationship. Someone I had to hold all my life. Why don't you give me that commitment? That self-doubt.
Take our clothes off, yeah. We could burn an incense and just chat, relax. I got the good vibration. Before we make love, let's have a good conversation. Pardon me, love, but you seem like my type. What you doing tonight? You should stop by the site. We could roll some weed, play some records and talk. I got a fly spot downtown Brooklyn, New York. Now I know you think I wanna fuck, no doubt. But tonight we try a different route. How about we start with a salad? Fresh, better lettuce with croutons. Later we could play a game of chess on the futon. See, I ain't got to get in your blouse. It's your eye contact that be getting me aroused. When you show me your mind, it make me want to show you mine. Reflecting my light when it shines. Just taking our time before the night's through. We could get physical too. I ain't trying to say I don't want to fuck. Cause I do, but for me, boo. Making love is just as much mental. I like to know what I'm getting into. See, we can have mindsets. We ain't got to take our clothes off yet. We could burn an incense and just chat. Relax, I got the good vibration. Before we make love, let's have a good conversation. It's time for some mindset. We ain't got to take our clothes off yet. We could burn an incense and just chat. Relax, I got the good vibrations. Before we make love, let's have a good conversation. It's time for some mindset.
about myself. Tell me your interests. Wait, let me guess, boo. You probably like poetry. Here's a little something I jotted down in case I spotted you around. So let me take this opportunity. Would you share a moment with me over herbal tea? Take a walk verbally, make a bond certainly. 'Cause in my hand, I bet your hand fit perfectly. And it's like we floating out in space when you flirting with me. Come on, a little foreplay don't hurt. Imagine my chest under this shirt, your ass under your shirt is like walking the hot sands and finding an oasis. Opposites attract, that's the basis. Sex is like the wind that separates the yin from the yang, the balance that means complete change. My aim is to touch you in a delicate spot, and once we get it started, I ain't trying to stop. But first we have mindset. We ain't got to take our clothes off yet. We can burn an instant and just chat, relax. I got no good vibrations. Before we make love, let's have a good conversation. It's time for some time. Yeah, this is a lesson in friendship, the depths of a kinship. Where women and men begin with and then slip. My pen drips as I scribble my thoughts on thin strips of emotion, attraction, seduction, attraction, eruption of passion corrupts if a lasting friendship's involved. Would love to cross the line, but that's why we built these walls. We've been friends for a long time, a very close friend of mine. Love you like you was mine, but respect the pen line. I love you like you was mine. Think about you all the time, very close friend of mine, but respect the pen line. Opposites attract. When the female and male come in contact, sticky situation. In fact, trying not to let the feelings catch. But there's a thin line between both of y'all, so you respect that and entertain the idea, but get brought back to reality. And could you really live with that decision based on intuition? You love and keep it distant, hugging, kissing, friendship, and ongoing kinship. We was people to begin with. Disrespect was not intended, but your feelings sparked a sentence. Sometimes you're too intense in your quest to invent. The perfect man, please understand my rhyme is your repent. I've been friends for a long time, a very close friend of mine. Love you like you was mine, but respect the thing. I love you like you was mine, and think about you all the time. Very close friend of mine, but respect the thing. I've been friends for a long time, a very close friend of mine. Love you like you was mine, but respect the thing. I love you like you was mine, and think about you all the time. Very close friend of mine, but respect the thing. Too bad that we became friends first, and I'm not an expert on how relationships should work, but from the minute it was known, it changed the whole tone, the way we spoke on the phone, yo, it was cool, but I felt it wasn't enough, and I was stuck when your moms would pick it up, over you all my buddies would swoon, but I felt we were in tune, you let me up in your room, damn, but to me girl, you're still off limits. No matter all the times that I had it, yo, what you doing after this? Infatuation was authentic, but yo, I just pretended so I wouldn't lose the friendship. Maybe I should spill all my guts, or write a letter, then tear it up, or do a song just to say what's up. I want just a touch. We're here, we'll be a 
Z trip. I'm Merce and I like to have a good time. And on Saturday mornings, I used to like to get a big fat bowl of cereal and watch cartoons, motherfucker. And if that, if you can't relate to this song, you're taking this shit too serious. It's hip hop, man. It's, it's fucking fun. I love eating cereal when I'm watching my cartoons. Ooh, I love fruity pebbles when I'm watching my cartoons. Ooh, I love super sugar crisp when I'm watching my cartoons. Ooh, I love count chocula when I'm watching my cartoons. Let's go. Pour the milk in the bowl, make sure it's ice cold. Hold my hand on the top so it won't overflow. Forget playing outside with my friends from school. It's Saturday morning, fool, but you know it ain't cool. Waking up first, cause all that be on the tube is the snorts and smurfs. Juicy first, strawberry shortcake, or worse. But coming up next was my boy Johnny Quest, Sim Sim, Solomon. But Fat Albert was the best. The brown Hornet picture pages made me wanna write graffiti. I had to do it when Davy and Goliath couldn't see me. Always trying to do right, they be hanging out with Dudley. But I watched Righty Races rooting for my dog, Mutley. You know what really bugged me? When the Cobots was whack. Man, they bit the Transformers. And that's a well known fact. But after these messages, will be right I love when I'm watching my cartoons Ooh, I love to eat Frosted Flakes when I'm watching my cartoons Ooh, I love to eat alphabets when I'm watching my cartoons Ooh, I love King Vitamins when I'm watching my cartoons Remember Teen Wolf tried to go vegetarian Told Thundar he was a sick barbarian For eating tiger sharks with his ninja turtle suit Because of that the Herculoids had to kick him out the group Yo, we used to be drama on the after school scene Tiny Toons started beefing with Beverly Hills team But the get-along gang would come through and make amends And by the end of the week they were all super friends But G.I. Joe would get him riled up again Guns out looking for weapons of mass destruction Harassing silver hawks for little or nothing Of course the Care Bear wouldn't have the heart to do something I call Voltron on these inhumanoids But Centurions wouldn't let the Joes be destroyed You know, even in cartoons Americana can't be tagged But at least you know now And no one's half the battle Ooh, I love to eat cereal When I'm watching my cartoons Ooh, I love to eat honeycombs When I'm watching my cartoons Ooh, I love to eat cookie crisp When I'm watching my cartoons Baby, your dad that loves you, and I'm always be here for you, no matter what happens. Through all I got in this world, I would never give you up for nothing. Nobody in this world is ever gonna keep you from me. I love you. Come on, hey, hey, we're going to the beach. Grab a couple of toys and let dad strap you in the car seat. Oh, where's mama? She's taking a little nap in the trunk. Oh, that smell. Daddy must have run over a skunk. Now I know what you're thinking. It's kind of late to go swimming, but you know your mama. She's one of those type of women that do crazy things, and if she don't get away, she'll throw a fit. Don't play with daddy's toy knife, honey. Let go of it. And don't look so upset. Why you acting bashful? Don't you want to help daddy build a sandcastle? And mama said she wants to show you how far she can float. And don't worry about that little booboo on her throat. It's just a little scratch. It don't hurt. Her was eating dinner while you were sweeping and spilled ketchup on her shirt. Mama's messy, ain't she? We'll let it wash off in the water and me and you can play by ourselves, can't we? Just the two of us. Just the two of us. And when we ride. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Just you and I. Just the two of us. 
place called heaven and a place called hell. A place called prison and a place called jail. And that is probably on its way to all of them except one. Cause mama's got a new husband and a stepson. And you don't want a brother, do ya? Maybe when you're old enough to understand a little better, I'll explain it to you. But for now, what you say mama was real, real bad. Was being mean to dad that made him real, real mad. But I still feel sad that I put her on timeout. Sit back in your chair, honey. Quit trying to climb out. I told you it's okay, hey, hey. When the baba take a night-night. Nanaboo, Google Gaga, Hermit Google Kaka. That'll change her diety. Clean the baby up so her can take a nighty-nighty. And that'll wake her up as soon as we get to the water. 97, Bonnie and Clyde, me and my daughter. Just the two of us. Before we pray, we're gonna take mommy for a way to walk along the pier. Haley, don't cry, honey, don't get the wrong idea. Mama's too sweepy to hear you screaming in her ear. That's why you can't get it away. But don't worry, daddy made a nice bed for mommy at the bottom of the lake. Here, you wanna help daddy tie a rope around this rock? We'll tie it to her footsie, then we'll roll her off the dock. Ready now? Here we go, on the count of three. One, two, three. Whee! There goes mama splashing in the water. No more fighting with dad. No more restraining order. No more stepdad. No more new brother. Blow a kiss's bye bye. Tell mama you love her. And we'll go play in the sand, build a castle and junk. But first, just help dad with two more things out the trunk. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. And when we ride, just the two of us. Just the two of us. Just you and I. About to flip my lip, fuck around, and I'll proceed to blow your back out, kid. Not to say I'm on a violent tip, but my hand stays on my gun in case you saw some shit. Cause I've been rhyming since way back when, straight up and from the heart as I was always been. Now punk niggas wanna test me, but all that tickety tickety tongue twisting shit don't impress me. It's just a phase, and you know damn well that you'll fall off in a minute, cause that shit don't sell. Funny how you think you could surpass me or outlast me with that bullshit style, you're falling fast, G. See, I suggest you go back where you came from. Come on, don't play, son. See, the days of paying dues is over. I'm a little fed up, and it's time that I show ya. We battle one time, you're dead, no sequel. Come on, yo, no equal. Wiggity wicked psycho blessing Drops are like a lunatic steady Back breaking bitches with my super dick Hats on the gym Sometimes I'm not in them St. Eyes fucks up their eyes Then I pin them down While I'm flowing to this nutty sound Open up the knapsack Check out what we found Horns, bass, lines Beats get chopped in the nut shop We don't waste time Yo, I'm co-lamping like flavor Floating at the top while you sink And now it can save you Just like the bitch said Remember, uh Styles I drop, tell me what is it Word to your mama I'll bend your girl like a comma Duke the Lombarda I think I gotta stop Because the bitch said fire So I nutted and I got out No matter how hot you claim to be You can't roast this nut What's up, you wanna get eaten up Like a hostess cupcake You know my words are lethal Come on, yo, no equal You know when number one competition is none Come on, yo, no equal You know when number one competition is none 
sitting on top of the bay, watching the tide. It's time to break the tension away. Come take a ride as you enter the dimension of the crew so size that ain't nothing going on but a party. Now our brothers want to flex, but I'm over they heads. I got the funky type of style to rip your vocals to shreds. I'm never running from the feds wearing red protests, cause I ain't did nothing, nobody. I dedicate that line to Shaq from South Central. Not saying I'm the baddest, but I know I got potential. For every black man hung lyrically, I lent you. Your style is kinda dry, I hope my melody can quench you. My soul is one with all, although my ego is against you. See, rappers are raw meat, so now I got to mention you. I'm playing rappers out like a old pair of gym shoes. I can do anything, I can do anything. Cruising down the street in my 6 4 Impala. It's what I like to be doing if only I have the dollars. A baller ain't a baller if he ain't got balls. A scholar ain't a scholar if he ain't got scholastic education. And if not that, then learn from life beyond all the material crap. A human ain't a human if he doesn't make mistakes. And the name of this song is Swan Lake. Scars. A mind that ain't inquisitive really doesn't got shit to live for. If you can't explore the realms of thought, you ought not test less. You'll be jumped up like a pop rock stop. Bought weed from the weed lady, thought it was the bomb. Really wasn't nothing but a bag of strong palms. Lost twenty dollars, didn't get high. Maybe next time I use my finances right. Live another day, learn another lesson. Ain't no need to get my mental status quo stressing. That is so ill, that is for real, that is no skill. These lady these shades gone now, so it's time to build my own umbrella. Tell it, tell a hella mellow fellas lounging. Better bread, I never fled ahead of other sounds. And all I wanna do is run my own universe. Grab the mic and let my spirit just fly. When I universe mind over matter, spirit over mind. A doobie and a skin, funky break beats and rhymes. A true blue homie to the end, reminiscing with your sisters in the living room gin. A life with a plan, nine acres on a land. Building self by yourself, helping out a fellow man. Preparing for the essence when your inner soul's free. Before the departure, plant another ripe seed. I think what everybody's striving for is peace of mind. I'm thinking the world is full of inner pleasures that are out there to find. Manipulated minds need to make an escape. And the name of this song is Swan Lake. Manipulated minds need to make an escape. And the name of this song is Swan Lake. Swan Lake. Double checking, then again, when to your needs did I beckon? Hold me only if you wanna get naked. Play me for the crowd only if you wanna wreck it. The name is Dress, like silk, I get slick. Drop rhymes like a bass head, big flicks. Constantly, yes, it's me, D R E S. So, yes, I guess, unless you're fast, you can get down to serious business with this. I never boned a honey that I didn't like, I never saw a mile that I couldn't hike. I never had a spliff to make me choke. I never had a pocket that was broke. Hate no one but love only a few. Franklin Grant and yeah, mom too. 
I run buck wild for self, but with the crew, but then again, <laughs> I thought you knew. Now I hear a voice, is it what you want? I hope it is, kid, you're the flavor of the month. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Somebody said you had it going on. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Hurry up and get a scoop before it's gone. So you got the fever for the flavor of the other. Chocolate sarsaparilla or is it you like another? Flavor in my socks. Till the curly locks. Black sheep rolling hard and I can pee on the box. Never have I ever, never, ever felt much better. Did the whole nine. On the 10th I was no wetter. Ready and I'm eager. Eager as a beaver. On the radio and good to go says your receiver. Not to be the boldest or the oldest nor the wackest. Neither am I neatest or the newest or the blackest. Just a brown fellow who's not afraid of jello to the people of the world I would like to say good day. Had to wait a while, but the while has been waited. Never gave up hope in myself, nor debated. Didn't shed a tear when I wasn't picked. Cause I got a cone now when I lick. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Somebody said you had it going on. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. I heard you got the fever for the flavor. Hurry up and get a scoop before it's gone. Go. He wants to settle down. I want to know why a wolf is dressed up like a lamb. Wash your hair. 
MCs that rap, the style is so so. Fife Dog was never the type that ever lacked skills. I just stay true to my roots and then I get ill. 20 years of age, but yet I still see knowledge. And this year was so called my senior year in college. But I chose to pursue in a field called music. And with some hype beats and breaks, you know I won't refuse it. Get on the board, lay down the track, and I'll do 10 laps. Pass the pen, pass the pad, and I'll kick enough raps. Just come inside to jam and witness who is boss. And it won't be Tony Danza nor Diana Ross. As small as I am, I still can pack jams. Do a freestyle and step, but yet I still slam. Not trying to say that no one can get with me. Not only is it the lyrics all right, it's my delivery. Name one rapper that you know who has this hot strong voice. My name's Malik and I'm unique in other words, I've choice. Nothing commercial about this, it's mainly hardcore. Now that you got what you want, do you want more? Uh, because I got I more. Got more. Store, Ruffin. Quick to toast an MC just like an English muffin. Don't worry about a thing because the food was never bluffing. I get headaches from the whack. So then I take a buffin and I max. I wait until the opportune time and then I tax. But should I max? That is a sinning is for sinner, so I guess I'm not a sinner. Beginners for beginners, so I guess I'm no beginner. This is how I spark it. There's money in my pocket. When it comes to having pleasure, I get hard as a rocket. MC Grand Pool coming through all the residue. The songs are main classes dating back to the Babaloo. My boys, I call them pop. Out of them jock, and I can think of many episodes of Sprung and Lincoln Park. No, I'm not a pony, and I got a tenderoni. Love the way she is, not too fat, not too bony. Don't drink sink, I won't sink like a tanker. Knock the boots off a certain Casablanca, and I thank her. Some for stink, like Engelbert Humperdinck. Better yet, Dick Cabot, I got a bad habit. Similar to the girl, well, she's got a habit. I think with the brain, and I wish behind a zipper. I'm living kind of good, similar to Jack Tripper. A landlord named Roper did a show at the Copa. When I'm finished with this, I'll be paid like Oprah. So if honey wants to act fly, I'll just play like God and I'm Cause you've been cut off like a light switch See I'm programmed to slam with the summer, spring, or fall Before I do a show, I get some kicks out the mall Then I get my gear and I give Trevor a call Cause he works in the barbershop right behind the mall Other rappers crowd around me, but you know they got dead To put it blunt, honey, I shrunk the kids So book is back off, break north, here comes the regulator Bet you that's a fine night. This is packed and I'm going on a trip to Micadelphia I go for self and still be slamming The school bell is ringing and I call somebody cramming for the test Oh yes, my study guy was thick I cut you with my verbal, didn't hurt you Just a nick off your face, don't play pasta Watch me and I'll blossom like a rose And get some new clothes and I'm fresh straight from Rob Jump on the phone and dial the narrow I'm the come one, come all We about to get hectic If my crew don't get in, then the X makes an X to the rear I'm out of here, don't front on my brothers I take care of them before I take care of others The wood bats is doomed in the 90s, it's aluminum Step to the stage with a mic and I'm doing them something awful I'm a citizen and I'm lawful I get some drinks from Glackens And when the crowd slackens, I stop drinking And then I start thinking about days in the past When Derek X was last But now I'm on the top, damn news travels fast Cause I'm like that They can't see this Read my book, it contains many pieces of verses I took the time to delete all the curses So mom, reach deep in your purses And mommy, take me home and try me and do me well Jump on the dance floor Cause every time I step 
in a jam I made like a door and slam But then girls try to turn my knob Cause I'm a heartthrob I guess it's just a hazard that comes with the job Cause every time I rock around I show Jamar's intellectual Girls wanna get sexual Well I guess I have to cope with being so dope You wanna be me but can't see me with a telescope Search, but still you can't find You're weak and it hurts to be deaf, dumb, and blind A supreme mind will take you out of your paralysis I grip the mic so tight I get calluses And your analysis is that the Lord Which rhymes into shape with a mic cord I do it good cause I'm a positive black man Eating up suckers as if I was Pac-Man Not a dapper dance fan, I say casual To rock like the J, it comes gradual You gotta know the ledge of why so dumb And understand your culture of freedom Power equally with the God Bill and bone your cipher All your life you must teach truth Of the true and living God Not a mystery spook And when you do that Get 
Sounded like a boat I never told you The ammo was in control of Oriental styles to compile a gift with Fiend as I hold the mic with a tight grip Slipped <laughs> That's what you get when you mess around with the true fool shit I'm a true what I am a Reminisce for a spell, or shall I say think back? Yeah. 22 years ago to keep it on track. Uh -huh. The birth of a child on the 8th of October. Like a toast, that. but my granddaddy came sober. Please Count that. all the fingers and the toes. Now I suppose uh -huh. you hope the little black boy grows. Yeah. 18 yeah. years younger than my mama. Uh -huh. But I really got beaten because the girl loved drama. Yeah. In single parenthood, there I stood. By the time she was 21, had another one. Yeah. This one's yeah. a girl. What? Let's name a Pam. Same father as the first, but you don't give a damn. Right. Irresponsible, plain not. Thinking. Papa said chill, but the brother keep winking. Still he won't down, you will tear out your hide. On your side while the baby make us slide. But mama got wise to the game. The youngest of five kids, hun, here it is. After ten years without no spouse, mama's getting married in the house. Listen, positive over negative for the woman a master. Mother Queen's rise in the chapter. Deja vu, tell you what I'm gonna do when they reminisce over you, my God. over you for real People were behaving like they ought to good. There lived a little boy who was misled by another little boy, and this is what he said. Me and you tonight, we're gonna make some cash, robbing old folks and making the dash. They did the job, money came with ease, but one couldn't stop. It's like he had a disease. He robbed another Stick and another, Stick and a sister and a brother. Tried to rob a man who was a DT undercover. The cop grabbed his arm, he started acting erratic. He said, keep still, boy, no need for static. Punched him in his belly and he gave him a slap. But little did he know the little boy was strapped. The kid pulled out a gun, he said, why'd you hit me? 
The barrel set straight for the cop's kidney. The cop got scared, the kidney starts to figure. I'll do years if I pull this trigger. So he cold dashed and ran around a block. Cop radios into another lady cop. He ran by a tree, there he saw the sister. Shot for the head, he shot back, but he missed her. Looked round good and from expectations, he decided he'd hit for the subway stations. But she was coming and he made a left. He was running top speed till he was out of breath. Knocked an old man down and swore he killed Sorry. him. Then he made his move to an abandoned building. Ran up the stairs up to the top floor. Opened up a door there. Guess who he saw? Who? Dave the dope be shooting dope. Who don't know the meaning of water nor soap? He said, I need bullets. Hurry up, run. The dope fiend brought back a spanking shotgun. He went outside, but there was cops all over. Then he dipped into a car, a stolen Nova. Raced up the block doing 83. Crashed into a tree near university. Escaped alive, though the car was battered. Rat-a-tat-tatted and all the cops scattered. Ran out of bullets and he still had static. Grabbed the pregnant lady and pulled out the automatic. Pointed out her head, he said the gun was full of lead. He told the cops, back off, for honey, here's dead. Deep in his heart, he knew he was wrong. So he let the lady go and he starts to run on. Sirens sounded, he seemed astounded. And before long, the little boy got surrounded. He dropped his gun, so went the glory. And this is the way I have to end this story. He was only 17 in a madman's dream. The cops shot the kid, I still hear him scream. This ain't funny, so don't you dare laugh. Just another case about the wrong path. Straight and arrow are your soldiers cast. Good night. Talk about the water. Talk about Hey, yo, T, can I get open? You know it. Hey, J, can I get open? You know it. Hey, yo, can I get open? You know it. You wanna fly style? Skeet's about to show As it. I, um, you know, play it like Uno. Sick and slam a jam, look it just like a sumo. I get big, check out my finger, my jigger. Styles, I kick em, sugar, smack, you dig em. Way past why I so crazy. 
real, check it out. Stunts are a man's best friend. Axe any man, he'll slay with a grin. Young and old, or boys or men. 40 ounce or a glass of gin. Sitting in a club, carrying a pin. Flirting with a girl every now and then. Scheming on a way to hit the skin. Stunts are a man's best friend. In a subway or riding in a bend. Whether four eyes or contact lens. Sipping more wetter, drinking high in a can. Some like dark, some like light skin. Some have one and some have ten. Some still are and some have been. I'll play the rooster, you play the hen. Yeah, stunts are a man's best friend. Yeah, you know I like the stunts, you know what I'm saying? The light skin, honey, star skin, honey. Yeah, yeah, they be having it going on, honey. You know what I'm saying? But what about the ones that don't get around? Y'all hear what you say, Drew? Just chill, just chill. You know say, we can't say all that on here, you know what I'm saying? Gotta put the herb in the blunt. You can use bamboo if that's what you want. Only 50 cents, don't try to front. Hawaiian buds, yeah, that's what I want. Doctors say your growth will stunt. If you smoke, but some say it's junk. Whether you're a trooper or some young punk, yeah. You gotta put the herb in the blunt. With the homeboy or chilling with a stunt. Puffing on Buddha, sets or skunk. Gives a kick like a football punt. So much money has been spun. Much, much more than Donald Trump's. I hope my boom spot doesn't get bumped as I Listen to the loneliest mom. I gotta put the herb in the blunt. Hey yo, man, why don't you just stop fronting and put the herb in the blunt, man? What's all that for, man? Roll that shit up, man. That's it. Well, that's a Philly bamboo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just roll it up. That's about it. Yo, pass it. <laughs> The hip-hop legacy will always last To know your future is to know your past Thanks to her Grandmaster Flash Africa band, whose jams were a blast No crush for nobody could pass Grand Wizard Theodore, whose hands were fast Fantastic Five, who left with the cash Busy B, who crushed up the hash The treacherous three, no one surpassed Jekyll and Hyde, whose life was fast The is four, they made a splash Force MCs, made the party last The Jazzy Five, yeah, they had a smash The Funky Four, had a neighborhood band Back then it wasn't done for the cash I hope the legacy continues to last I'm out. 